Eagles. It is the L-E-F-K-O-E, man, and you are listening to the sweetest sounds, the sultry tones, the boisterous boys, the Joint Practices Podcast. Get it, fellas. Yo! Welcome into the Joint Practices Podcast. This is episode 81 of the podcast for fans by fans like me. I'm your host, Sean Lamont, on Twitter, at 11thegoat. And guess what, folks? I'm the lone wolf tonight. Oh! That's right, just me. This will probably be a short one, because I don't like to talk to myself for too long. It starts to feel natural. Uh-oh. Anybody there? The last time somebody gave me a hot mic, and... Nobody around to stop me. I babbled on for like an hour and recorded it. We used to call it my radio show. I think Mr. Super Sticky, Steve Knox, the OG, the Olive Garden, is the only person on earth that has a copy of that left. You might see it on this podcast one day, but for now, we are going to talk some football on the podcast for fans. Because there are still some fans out there with teams alive, too, in fact. And unfortunately for our own Steven, the Green Bay Packers are not one of them. Spoiler alert, the Niners whooped that ass up and down the football field on Sunday. But the good news is we still have at least one more game to talk about this year. It will be the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 54. Should be a doozy. I'll get into the recap of those games in a minute. But first, if you're listening, give us a follow on Twitter, at Joint Practices. We got a new follower this week. I think we're up to 35, so shout out to you. We get like 35, 36 downloads of this podcast a week. Sometimes it spikes into the 50s. I don't get it. But that means there's plenty of you that aren't following us on the Twitter bird. So just hook us up with a tweet. You know what I mean? You got to do what you got to do at Joint Practices. You know what I'm saying? And if you have any complaints, you don't like the show, just at Stephen JPP. That's Stephen with a PH. Stephen JPP. That is the new and improved and newly formed complaint department. So hit him up. Let's get into some football talk. Because there's a video that's going viral right now by former NFL wide receiver Andrew Hawkins. At Hawk, H-A-W-K. Go check this out. Uh, It's a parody video of him doing various NFL players entering the stadiums. It's absolutely hilarious. If you got a second, at Hawk, check that video out. It's friggin' awesome. Moving on to some JPP team talk. The Eagles still do not have an offensive coordinator or a wide receivers coach or a defensive line coach or a defensive backs coach. It's very weird. There's not much talk of this. There's not many rumors out there. There was a report about Heinz Ward possibly being an option for a wide receiver coach. I think we talked about that on the last episode when he was rumored. I think he'd be a great fit. I think he'd work well with the young receivers. It's a guy who played college uh, quarterback in college, so he has that mindset where he understands the routes a little better. We talked about Greg Ward earlier. Early in the year, how he used to be a quarterback, and that's helped him 
learn the receiver position because he understands the passing concepts. So I think Kynes Ward would be awesome. As far as the other position coaches, I don't really know. Defensive line, defensive back coaches, I'm not. I don't. I'm sure they'll find somebody. We all will find something to complain about eventually. Because that's just the way Eagles fans do it, right? The offensive coordinator, however, there was a rumor spitting out there about former quarterback Graham Harrell. He's now a, I believe he's an offensive coordinator or an offensive assistant of some sort at USC. Comes from an air raid system, very creative, likes to push the ball downfield. All the things Carson Wentz does well. I like it. I like it. I like it. And there was a a tweet out there that he once showed his team a Mankind versus Undertaker Hell in the Cell match to make his point to his quarterback room, which is, if you're a wrestling fan, hilarious. And if you're not, the whole thing's just funny, so laugh. I got really excited about the possibility of him coming out, but there is a report out there as of two hours ago that he intends to stay at USC, so... Not sure if the Eagles were waiting to interview someone else, possibly on a team that's still playing, before they hired Graham Harrell. It sounds like he doesn't want to wait. He's just going to stay at USC. But the weird thing about this is there hasn't been much talk about the OC job at the you know with the Eagles, not nationally, not locally. I mean, you know, sprinkle in some conversations here and here, talk radio, but there's usually there's Oh, they're going after Jay Gruden and Ben McAdoo and Jeff Wilson and Connie Roebuck. You know, there's names out there. There really isn't much aside from they may be interested in Jim Caldwell in some sort of assistant, senior assistant type role. Um, the one name I hear a lot of people bring up, though, like fan wise, Twitter wise, is uh, Mike Kafka. He was a former Eagles quarterback, backup quarterback. And he uh, is a current offensive coordinator with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what? He comes from the Andy Reid coaching tree. He'll have familiarity with Doug Peterson. There's a lot of connections there. The big up of this, and I believe he would be a pretty good fit, but the thing I would like most is he's going to bring over elements from what Kansas City is doing right now. They push the field they push the ball down the field, explosive plays. You know, their game plan is always really unique every week. And I know Andy Reid has a lot to do with that. But a voice like Kafka with uh, Doug Peterson, Deuce, and Stout, I think it'd be an awesome mat. You know, it could potentially blossom Carson Wentz even more than he already is. Especially if they can design that downfield passing game, and get some guys in here who can execute it. So keep an eye on Kafka after the Super Bowl because I'm going sh- to... Maybe they'll interview him this week when they're, you know, between weeks. Who knows? I'd be really excited if he did come over, though. All right. So, coming up on the Joint Practices Podcast, next week I'll have the gang back, somebody back to talk with, We will preview the Super Bowl and give picks for it at that point. This week, though, just going to talk some recap and whatever's on my mind. And what's on my mind, because I'm an Eagles fan right now, is draft season 
mock draft season is coming shortly after the Super Bowl. We will start doing some mocks for our teams, talking about players where you know we'd be excited to have come to Philadelphia, Minnesota, Green Bay, one of those teams. Uh, we will also be doing an episode here in the future, uh, basically stay or go for the free agents on each of our teams. Who do we have? Who do we want to keep? And we're also going to make a top five wish list of free agents to be who we would like to, you know, acquire to our team. So that's some homework for you boys. So let's move on to the conference championship games. Because the first one, the Titans at the Chiefs. Boy, that started off as a doozy. That was some back and forth action. The first half was very entertaining. The Titans Kind of stifled the Chiefs for the most part. I know they, was, they were up, tw Chiefs were leading 21 17 at the half. But Dean Pease, who recently retired, what a career. Enjoy retirement. Congrats. He did a great job in the first half, but the second half, the Chiefs, just the beast inside awoke. I believe it was the pass to Sammy Watkins in the second half. I think it was Sammy Watkins, a really deep one. I mean, he scrambled and made that play happen, and then it looked like he barely even threw the ball. Just he flicked his wrist, and I swear that ball had to have gone 50 yards, 60 yards in the air. Unbelievable throw. Catch, breakaway, touchdown, boom. The Chiefs are <laughs> insane. That offense has so much speed, and as an Eagles fan, I envy that so much. I want so much speed on the Eagles now. Just because you can see what they can do. I mean, they were down 28 nothing in the early parts of the second quarter. And then they scored 28 points in one quarter against the Texans. Against the Titans. The second half. This offense is so fun to watch. And I mean, it must be awesome to be a Chiefs fan right now. I mean, I'm rooting for them for the most part because of Andy Reid. But just watching this team is so exciting because even when they're losing you're never like oh we can't do this we can can't there's like no amount they can't catch up to if they get in a hole it's amazing Andy Reid is actually coaching <laughs> over his head for Andy Reid I thought he was did a great job with the challenge flag I thought he was good with timeouts clock management very impressive very impressive win by the Chiefs Move on to the Super Bowl. And they will face the San Francisco 49ers. And this is after the 49ers just absolutely mollywopped the Packers. The final score, 34-20, to 20, is not as close as it seems. The Packers were down geez, 27 at the half, was it? Whatever it was, they were down a lot. They were not, I mean... They had some drives towards the end of the game where it looked like San Francisco was kind of in a bend-but-don't-break defense because this is a team that I really thought had a chance to go up to San Francisco and actually beat them to go to the Super Bowl. But turnovers just plagued them early. Um, you know, listening to this podcast for the past year, you've heard Steven absolutely praise Green Bay's line. Their tackles are all pro-level tackles. But they just could not keep Aaron Rodgers 
upright. I mean, he was hit a lot in this game. I don't, I didn't put the numbers in front of me, but you know, just from watching it off memory, he was, I mean, he fumbled at least once, at least one lost fumble. He had the bad snap that bounced off his hand. They just, the turnovers, he had a couple interceptions. The one at the end of the game was more just a heave it up in prayer because they needed it. You know, they needed a prayer at that point. The Packers just, they were flat. They looked defeated in the first half. Going into the the half, they just couldn't do anything right. They couldn't get out of their own way. And they gave up, what, a field goal and a touchdown right there at the end of the half. Bad, bad performance to start. And I don't think this, you know, falls too much on coaching. It was a lot of execution errors. And, you know, they got to get Devontae Adams some help. I mean, I don't remember hearing MVS's name in this game at all. Did he even play? Uh, Kumaro had one catch that I know of. He may have had a couple other, but one was notable. Aaron Jones did everything he could, but that line just could not get him any sort of room. We kind of knew this battle between the defensive line and the offensive line. Both teams was kind of going to kind of be the key, and it absolutely was. Because if you think about what San Francisco's defensive line did, absolutely, you know, smashing the pocket, absolutely destroying any chance Rodgers had, you know, to push the ball downfield. And then they stymied Aaron Jones for most of the game. I mean, he had a couple, you know, signature Aaron Jones runs, but nothing like 61 to the house dramatic. Where on the other side, the Packers, who have been susceptible to the run all year, this is a big thing we've always brought up. And the 49ers absolutely attacked it. There was like six seconds into the fourth quarter, and Garoppolo had only had six pass attempts the whole game. Raheem Mostert had over 100 yards and, what, three touchdowns in the first half. He ended up over 200 yards and four touchdowns. Raheem Mostert was a Philadelphia Eagles fan favorite back in, I believe it was 2016 when Chip was here. And he had a monster preseason. And all of, well, I'm not going to say all, a majority of Eagles fans on Twitter, you know, BGN message boards. We wanted this guy on the team. You know, we that was our preseason hero that we wanted. And Chip Kelly cut him. And then he bounced around to five other teams after that before getting his chance with the 49ers. And he has taken advantage of it all year. I mean, he's been very productive. But uh wanted to bring this up because... Mostert's agent tweeted something today. Might have been yesterday. It was to the nature of Eagles fans tweeting at me about, you know, not the Eagles not keeping Mostert. There's no ill will with the Eagles. They gave us our start. We're very, you know, fond of the organization. We're thankful for them. And then he ends the tweet with, it's the five teams in between that have some uh, questions to answer or something like that. It's like, damn. But man, the guy's a monster. He's so fast, too. So fast. I think he was hit. He, there was a uh, stat that came up on the screen during the game. Something he hit like 15 miles an hour running or something like that. Just ridiculous speed. And you can see it on the field. 
So uh, he single-handedly beat the Packers. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Steven. You are our last hope for a JPP Super Bowl party. It's not going to happen this year. There's always next year. That's the Eagles way. Let's move on. Now that's some Super Bowl stuff. I don't want to get into the game too much. Me, Soup, hopefully Steven. Get the gang back together and we'll break down the Super Bowl. Talk about our picks. Just a couple of cool things. Like little notes and stuff about the game that I thought were cool. Um, This will be the first Super Bowl since 2013 that does not feature either C.J. Anderson or LeGarrette Blunt at running back for a team. Each one of them has been in the Super Bowl every year, 2014 through 2019. I saw this tweet go up, and I saw C.J. Anderson tweet at it like, I'm ready, let's go to the Niners, you know, who lost Tevin Coleman to a pretty ugly elbow injury, they're calling it. He couldn't even stand up. That's how bad his arm hurt. Like he, I mean, he was standing up, but he couldn't walk. They had to bring the card out. That's how bad this injury was. So, hey, sign CJ Anderson. Let's keep the streak alive. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Uh, my favorite part about this whole Super Bowl matchup is that Andy Reid is back in the Super Bowl for the first time since 2004. We all know what happened there. Thanks a lot, Patriots. We got our revenge, but Andy Reid is back in the Super Bowl. That's exciting. Also, a little bit of history being made at the Super Bowl. Uh, the 49ers coach Katie Sowers will become the first female coach in the Super Bowl. So, break those walls down. Let's go. Oh, wait. The last the last thing I'll say about the Super Bowl. Just a little reminder that the last person to throw a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl is the one and only Big Dick Nick. Gotta love it got to love it damn Packers get smashed by the Niners the Titans fall to the Chiefs it was a pretty good conference championship weekend not exactly the outcomes we wanted but hey that's why we watch football because it's exciting unpredictable you never know and you know what's funny too this is my last little note on the Titans Derrick Henry only rushed for 70 yards. People are calling that a bad game for him. Uh, calling it a bad game. Like, the guy rushes for 150, 180 so often that <laughs> these spoiled writers and fans are bummed about 70 yards. 70 yards would probably lead 28 other teams on a game-by-game -game basis. Okay? Calm down. The guy's a freak. The Chiefs had a plan to stop him, and they executed. You can't say anything, but well done. Well done to the Chiefs. All right. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Ooh. Give a shout-out to Mr. Super Sticky Steve Knox, who's currently in the flow rider. Hopefully going to meet my man, Mickey Mouse. Oh, boy. That would be cool. Shout out to Soup. Sorry we missed you tonight. It's not right not having you on. I don't have anybody to argue with. But it's all time to say goodbye. Shout outs to the wife. If you're listening, just give us a shout on Twitter at Joint Practices. I mentioned it before. But if you're listening, 
they got some homework for you the listener that's right send us a tweet with the hashtag super bowl at joint practices i want you to tell us who you think is going to win the super bowl and give us a score prediction if you get it right might be something cool in store for you again at joint practices use the hashtag super bowl give us your super bowl prediction with a score you get it exactly right be something cool for you got to tweet us got to use the hashtag those are the rules you also should hit us up whether you're on apple google spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, radio tune in blueberry pod bean bean pod pod star i made that one up whatever you're on give us a subscribe a like follow handshake elbow bump boom booms whatever you do give us one of those a real five stars we'd be really happy to hear from all of you or any of you we'd also like to have you on our show we got the off season coming up so this is perfect time for us to do some seven on sevens so come on i don't care what your team is come on we'll talk about them talk what they do good what they do bad you know whatever we'll talk about everything but for now Steven's not here to say go pack go. Steve's not here to say skull Vikings. But I am here to give you a fly, Eagles fly. Steve's not here to say see you, bye.